and welcome to another Healthy Bite. My name is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Before I start, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Euro Nation, and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Now, uh, this week's episode, we touched on building biology and had the very wonderful, who I always enjoy talking to, Nicole Bilgema on to share with her her wisdom and something that I believe we should all be engaged on. It reminded me in a very stark example of some of the issues I think we face in our modern world. There were two stories many years ago, uh, well, probably not that many years ago, uh, that I read within a six-month period of each other, and um, it was really disturbing. One of them was, in the UK, the Home Secretary talking about how the Conservative government has successfully cut red tape and had now reduced building standards, building approvals to a very short one- or two-day period, which had previously taken weeks and sometimes months to uh, get approval for. And they were very proud, very proud of um, how they had cut the red tape and streamlined it, made it easier for industry to get on with the job of building houses and, uh, and probably, uh, and, and well, building houses and whatever goes with that. Um, and then six months later, the Grinfeld uh, uh, disaster occurred. And this was a disaster that occurred in central London, in the Chelsea uh, Westminster area of a tower block uh, that was basically um, low-cost housing, which had been clad with the material that was inflammable so that when a unit somewhere in this, I think it was 15 or 20-storey block, um, caught fire, the whole thing went up in, in an incredibly quick rate and killed over 80 people. And it stood in the middle of Chelsea and Westminster, which is a pretty trendy suburb, as a monument for about a year. I think they did actually drape it in the end, but it was quite a shocking juxtaposition of of two stories that actually encapsulate um, a lot of what we all experience. And that is regulations which um, are sometimes designed to streamline process which uh, is good for... Uh, developers, it's good for selling more properties, it's good for getting on with renovations, but it may not be the best for our health. And that was the starkest uh, reminder of what building regulations are all about. Now, thankfully, that kind of disaster hasn't occurred in Australia, but what we are seeing unfolding in, um, in northern New South Wales and in southern Queensland are the inundation of houses up to the roof. Now, sometimes these are 10, 14-metre floods which completely cover a two-storey house. And uh, we see images of people stuck on the roof of their house trying to escape the floodwaters. And this raises so many issues about what regulations allowed uh, housing to be built on floodplains. And, um, you know, it's a similar story. I mean, we, I think the number of deaths that occurred in the floods in northern New South Wales and southern Queensland ran into about 20 or 30. And the tragedy of that, not let alone the destruction of houses and livelihoods, is really um, a tra- tragedy. And I feel for those people. But my focus here is that... Uh, building regulations have been so watered down 
that uh, people are put in vulnerable positions. And this is by no means a new story. I mean, when we look at medical uh, regulations, for example, in the FDA or here in Australia, the TGA, which are largely industry-funded, industry-sponsored bodies, we want to cut red tape. This is all about, um, you know, a market-driven economy, this is all about um, letting the market dictate, cutting red tape, cutting regulations. It's nothing but a bother, isn't it, really? Uh, well, actually, no, it's not. It's about if regulations are properly regulated, it's about protecting human and environmental health, which takes me back to a podcast that I did two or three years ago with one of my all-time heroes, and that is Alan Savory, who said that a holistic context should sit above every decision that is made. And the holistic context that I would propose is what does this decision adversely impact human or environmental health? How's that for a holistic context? So if every decision that was ever made by government, industry, business, healthcare practitioners, uh, builders, you name it, the holistic context was, how is what I am going to do going to impact on human and environmental health? I think that's a holistic context that we should all be aspiring to, because we are clearly being let down so badly by regulatory bodies. And we used to think of um, media news outlets as the fourth estate. Uh, they would protect us by uncovering um, illegal or immoral practices. Well, we now know, as we have followed through in this pandemic, that uh, the, the former called news services, and perhaps I was always a little bit in, in, naive, I always, I, I did refer to certain organisations as news organisations. I realise now they are media outlets, and uh, the narrative is a word that more describes the news than news itself. Investigative journalist journalism is really a dying art, sadly, because the bottom line is we need to click, we need to sell, we need to stay alive. And I, and I understand that. But I think our regulatory bodies, our news services, our human health, our environmental health uh, suffers because of it. And this is, um, uh, you know, all about regulation and uh, becoming aware. So where does that leave us as individuals? Well, this is what the unstress podcast is all about. This is what the Unstress program is all about. And that is about empowering individuals with information to convert confusion to clarity and information to knowledge. And with information comes, with knowledge comes power. And you can, in a way, sift through what is really just PR and spin. I was, I, I know when I published my own book. Now, here's a little bit of an insight to put this in perspective for you. When I published my own book, I had a publicist work with me for a few uh, six months, and I ended up getting very, uh, quite a few um, articles in various news media and, pa and papers, which was great, very exciting, and all of that. But it prompted me to ask. Um, my the PR agency, when you look at the newspaper, how much of the newspaper is PR and and stories from PR agencies working for various industries, etc. And and they said to me that they thought the first 20 or so pages of a newspaper, probably 70% of that was PR or spin. And and that kind of surprised me a little bit. 
And it made me realize that really what I've read in the newspaper in the past, and when I know what I'm, when I'm, a, in what I'm a real expert about is, is oral health. And when I read about oral health, sometimes in newspapers, it isn't always what I think it should be. Um, and so for things like economics and military and, and uh, politics and military and things like that, uh, I wonder, well, that's not something I know a huge amount about. So I wonder how much of that is just PR and spin. So where does that leave us as individuals? I think we need to equip ourselves with some basic knowledge, which is why I think learning from the past, lessons from the past are so important. So for example, when you talk about confusing and contradictory nutritional advice and health advice are often so confusing. And it's sobering to know that, uh, or it's, so, it's important to realize that both food and healthcare have become commodities. And that is important. That's an important point to remember because if something is a commodity and it's profit driven, then it's open to a great deal of PR and spin. And when health becomes a commodity, uh, then um, it's open to forces which are profit-driven. And we've seen this through the pandemic. And to any regular listener, I would encourage you, if you haven't already, to go back and listen to the Healthy Bites about my, I think I'm up to 10 Ps of the pandemic, because really that's what this pandemic has been about, driven by profit, patents, power, politics, peer pressure, professors, um, of psychosis, yes, that does start with P. And, and then, of course, there is public health, but I'm sad to say that I think public health is a long way down the list. So, so we need to equip ourselves with information, and that is basic information about the human body and how it works. And uh, the built environment is an important part of that human experience. And unfortunately, uh, the built environment and, you know, I've built my, you know, we've done renovations on my own home. And in this week's episode, uh, Nicole talks about bathroom renovations. And I just thought I need, well, we did actually, we didn't have a minute silence, but I knew I should have because um, had I been a lot more aware of of what I should have been, I would have done it slightly differently. But it raises all sorts of challenges and that doesn't disempower us. It means in order to solve a problem, we need to reduce the load on our system. And stress is a problem and, and stress in all its forms, emotional, uh, nutritional, postural, dental stress and environmental stress. And it's sobering to know that the majority of environmental stresses are not out there on air pollution and ocean and beach pollution. The majority of stresses are occurring in your own home. So while you may be concerned about climate change, and we all are, and you may be concerned about pollution, and we all should be, what it's important to realise is that by making informed decisions, you can reduce you and your family's environmental stressors by up to 80 or 90%. And that's why this week's episode is so important for each and every one of us, and certainly important if you're a health practitioner, but if you're a person interested in your health, which is exactly why you're listening to this podcast, you need to take this seriously as well. So I just thought I'd give you a little bit of background as to this week's episode with Nicole Bilgema, raise the bigger questions of how regulations impact on our health, encourage you to explore some of the wonderful resources we have on our unstress um, 
site, which will soon be relaunched in the Holistic Health Institute, and invite you to join that community and uh, be part of that journey of holistic approach to, of the holistic context to your journey through life in this complicated world. As often said, while the um, world we live in becomes more complex, it is truly my belief that the solutions are remarkably simple, accessible, cheap, and uh, effective, importantly. So um, I hope this finds you well. Until next time, this is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Be well. This podcast provides general information and discussion about medicine, health, and related subjects. The content is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice or as a substitute for care by a qualified medical practitioner. If you or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately qualified medical practitioner. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences, and conclusions.